0: Welcome into The Official. On this episode, we are transitioning from 2023 to 2024. Uh, The last few episodes, we had three stars to watch in the 2023 class. And then, you know what, I gave Matt and David a bit of a break for, we'll see, four to six weeks, Uh, you know, just kind of cleanse their system of the 2023 class. Uh, They're going to get going on the 2024 class, get some you know initial rankings and all that so when we hit the ground running uh probably in april sometime with that class we will get you all that good stuff but tonight we're going to start a few series you know kind of an interview series in the next next four to six weeks and uh kind of look at some different things rather than giving you players to watch for or whatever and of course number one on the list is to have walker white come back in talk to us about his commitment to auburn and uh you know he's going to be front and center when we start talking about that 2024 class so without further ado This will be the Walker White interview post-commitment to Auburn. This is The Official. All right, Walker White, welcome back to the show. It's like, you know, your fifth, sixth time on here. We always appreciate you showing up. It's been fun to walk through, you know, your junior season and now talk about your commitment. So, without further ado, I mean, how does it feel to be committed as an Auburn Tiger right now?
1: Yeah, it feels awesome. Um, Just going through this recruiting process, finding that peace through it all. Um, Really, mainly just through prayer and asking the Lord just to give me peace wherever. That may be. And um, I just feel very, very at peace and um, comfortable with my decision. And, you know, I don't know if you've seen anything, but I have just been really active and uh, not slowing down with the recruiting. Um, obviously, it's slowed down for me, but trying to reach out to other guys, trying to get them along with me.
0: That's great to hear. Uh, Before we get started, some other questions. um, Just want to remind everyone out there, if you like what we do here at The Official, we just cleaned up giving you a bunch of three stars to watch for the twenty twenty three class. Go ahead and check out campus2canton.com, our primary website. We've got tools, we've got lists, we've got coaching changes, things to talk about, scheme changes to talk about, all that stuff, anything you need for the college fantasy football side and NFL fantasy as well. So with membership starting as low as 299, go ahead and check out campus2canton.com. But getting back here with Walker White, so you are an Auburn Tiger now. And I got to say, that one came a little bit out of nowhere. I remember last time you were on, you talked about your top six or so at the time. This was probably two months ago or so. And you slipped in Auburn there at the end. You're like, if they offer, I think Freeze maybe had just got brought in. And yes. you're like, if they offer, you know, they'd be in this list. And so right. at the time, they hadn't even offered. So it seems like it was a bit of a whirlwind. I know you had been to Clemson. That was, you know, that had long been kind of listed for you. Obviously, hometown Arkansas. Ole Miss was another one you had been heavily, I think, you know, recruited by. And then Auburn seemed to almost swoop in and, you know, must have really just blown your breath, uh, taken your breath away. So tell us a little bit about that. How did that happen? And obviously, I know you're, you're saying you're at peace now, and that's awesome. But, like, how did that sneak in there and then just become the obvious choice?
1: Yeah, so Auburn was the last minute thing like you said they um one of their offensive analysts texted my quarterback coach because their offensive analyst played for my quarterback coach and he was at liberty with freeze and was like hey tell walker not to do anything um, <laughs> um because we might get the auburn job and so i was like all right well you know oh
0: wow a lot of back channels there
1: yeah and so that was an only if and um you know, Freeze got the job, and I was like, okay, well, um, you know, I, I've heard a lot of good things about Freeze um, and his offensive mind, um, and Auburn, like Auburn, is just always seemed really cool. And like, I had never even really thought about Auburn throughout the whole recruiting process because they never contacted me. It was never really an option for me. I was, I was elsewhere in my decision making, um, and when Coach Freeze hired um coach montgomery from tulsa um i i was automatically like interested because i knew coach montgomery when he was at tulsa because they were my second offer i went and did a visit up there um okay yeah i loved coach montgomery um great guy great christian guy and um he was the oc for rg3 at baylor and they had a lot of success there and Kind of like the thought of Coach Freeze and Coach Montgomery combining offensive minds to come in and make one offense is kind of like scary. Um, so that was really exciting. But um, not, not long after Coach Montgomery got hired, he texted me. Um, no, he called me. He called me and said, hey, like you're my first call in the 24 class and you're my first offer in the 24 class. I want to give you a scholarship to Auburn. I was like, all right, Boom. let's roll. He was like, and then Coach Freeze um got on the phone with me and my parents. Like, we need to get y'all down here in January. And we like, we don't know if it's gonna work. Uh, we don't know if we'll be able to do um do do a weekend. Um, we can only do a weekday, and that was kind of chaotic for them because they had coaches and coming in. They were selling in their houses, and they're like, "That's fine. We can we'll make room for y'all during the week." And we're like, "All right, cool." So we make our trip down to Auburn. Blew me away. Fell in love with it. Um. And then obviously went on to visit Auburn – no, 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 Auburn. Baylor, Arkansas, and Clemson after that. And then Auburn was still in my heart. And, you know, it was just seemed like the best decision for me. And I'm very, very excited about it.
0: Well, I mean, it couldn't be happier for you. I agree. I think the offense – and we'll get in maybe a little bit more of some of the nuts and bolts here in a minute. But uh, I think that sounds like a really exciting situation for you. I mean, we've watched what Malik Willis was able to do at Liberty – Um, had you talked to freeze before this? Sounds like, no, sounds like Liberty Mm -hmm. never got in with you. Um, maybe you were a little bit higher rated than the caliber that they would normally expect to, you know, chase after. So, um, well, that's really interesting. And, you know, I have a lot of actually pretty good friends that went to Auburn. I'm from South Florida, but somehow I had a number of friends from that area go to Auburn and then they met friends and I, and I met all of them after college. And so I, I got nothing but good things to say about Auburn people and, uh, and the guys that I've met from that school. So I think sounds like you're going to be a really good fit. Obviously we wish you the absolute best there. Um, so just out of curiosity, you know, we follow recruiting a lot, a lot, obviously from the outside, you're kind of on the inside of this. Once you commit, how does the communication change, you know, between you and the coaches and the teams Um Is it more? Is it a little bit less? Are they still technically recruiting you or now that you're committed, they trust your word and you're not, you're not going anywhere. So it's not quite as intense.
1: Yeah. I think mine is a little bit different case. I think you see a lot of recruiting guys um, or just athletes out there that verbally commit um, and then end up decommitting later because they, some change happens or, they weren't pursued by them anymore and then someone else was was pursuing them more um but I told Auburn before I even committed on that same day of my visit I told them I was like listen I love it here um and if I end up committing cuz I told him my date I I told him my timeline I was like I'm hoping to commit by the beginning of February and they're like all right well that's pretty soon um but I told him I was like if I do end up committing here y'all won't have to worry about me. Like, I will honor my word. I'm going to get to work for my class. Um, I'm going to do everything I can to get other dogs around me. So I told them I was like, y'all wouldn't have to worry about me. Um, but the communication aspect, it turns from, um, hey, we need to get you here this time. It's more of like, hey, like we'll take you anytime because, we want you to get to know us as much as possible. We want you to get to learn the offense as much as possible, and it co- and it goes from conversations like just checking in with the family, like, hey, how are you doing? Um, what are you doing right now? Like to get better, basically. Um, I've had a call with Coach Montgomery, just kind of talking the offense. Um, okay, cool. And so it just goes from like it goes from like telling them about them telling me about Auburn, like what they can provide for me to, like, okay, like, I know now, and now let's get to work building, like, this class so we can be the best that we can be.
0: Perfect segue, Walker. You're a pro already at this. So you let's get into what are your visions for how you're going to help build this class? I mean, I've noticed on Twitter you've, you've already been kind of retweeting some guys. Um, other guys mentioned going to Auburn. You're like, let's get it you know, things like that. Is there anything else behind the scenes? I mean, are you, you know, actively texting people? Are you deciding guys that you like? I mean, are they asking your opinion of some wide receiver you think you'd want to play with or a running back or what have you? Like, how involved are you in even talking to the Auburn coaches about, like, players that you want to pursue? I mean, are they asking your opinion or just saying, like, these are our lists, you know, get after them on Twitter whatever?
1: Yeah, so they didn't give me a list like whenever I committed I don't know if you've seen that video of like me like listing these guys they didn't give me a list I was like I asked them I kind of tricked them because I knew I knew I knew I was going to be going to Auburn but I called them like three to four days before I was like hey just tell me like some of the guys that y'all y'all are y'all's top priority because I just need to know like who you are after just because you know I like to I like to see the guys that other guys that you are recruiting to see if they would fit me or something like that. Well, they started listing guys. I was like, all right, bet. Um, but now that I'm committed, I'm like, Hey, like give me these contacts. Give me the names. I want to know who y'all's favorites are for here because I like this guy. And it's also me like, Hey, do you know this guy? Because I do. Um, yeah. and, and if we don't have him offered, like we might need to get on that. And so it's kind of like a teamwork of like working together, um, seeing, seeing some guys that may have interest in and in pursuing them um but i've been doing a lot of you know calling and texting um kind of just trying to get to know these guys uh and I, it, it's a little bit different coming from a uh especially the quarterback who's already committed to this school um it's different from the quarterback to like the coaches because the quarterback he's not gonna He's not going to just, like, pitch to you. And I'm not saying I'm not saying the Auburn coach is pitch, but I'm just saying, like, for me, it's just, like, building the relationship so they can know the guy that will be around them or know the guy that will be leading the offense um, instead of just, like, a coaching being, like, hey, like, we can do this for you, all this stuff. Um, it's more of, like, me building that relationship so they can get to know me and get to know, like, the guy that they're going to be around um, and just stuff like that, just, you know building those relationships because that's just really the biggest, most important
0: part of recruiting. Yeah, absolutely. So that's great. I mean, I know that you've already mentioned a few names and, you know, hopefully you'll get them to come to Auburn. You know, you are the, I was looking back and the highest, you know, rated, 24 seven composite. I don't know if you even keep track of these things. I know sometimes the players are like, "Ah, I don't pay attention to that, but we pay attention to it. And you know, you're, you're technically the highest rated guy since Bo Nix. Back in the day, 2019, Bo Nix was a five-star, you know, very highly rated guy. Um, and since then, it's been what? By 2024, I'm talking about five years, and you're going to come in as the most, you know, celebrated high school quarterback that Auburn's been able to get. So really exciting for you, and I'm sure for the program, and to get you on board recruiting these other guys is awesome. Um, let's talk a little bit about this freeze offense You know, one thing I really remember is the Chad Kelly season back in Ole Miss in 2015. I mean, he threw for like over 4,000 yards. I'm looking at 31 touchdowns. I mean, he was incredible. Bo Wallace was another guy under, under freeze. Um, And then of course you fast forward to all to Liberty and you've got Malik Willis who, you know, was a, was a fantastic dual threat guy. I know you're a dual threat guy. And so what are you expecting? I mean, are are there things that they've already pitched to you in terms of, I, I envision you like this in the offense or uh, whatever? What are they going to make that offense look like? Because frankly, you know, it, it's been lacking in, in the Plains uh, for the last few years. And so hopefully there's going to be an offensive resurgence, which, you know, this did start as a bit of a fantasy college football podcast, although we do. Do more of the recruiting now but like for fantasy purposes and production it sounds like it's going to be a pretty awesome situation
1: yeah it's um you know if you look at the track record of both coach montgomery and coach um freeze and even the coaches under them coach austin who coached in the canadian league and he was the oc for ole miss um, a high school coach for a number of years um college coach and he's been around Tons of quarterbacks of all different shapes and sizes and talents and gifts. And you look at the um, experience, and also Coach Stone, who's a senior analyst who has been to Georgia. He's been under Kirby Smart. He's been under Bilama, Arkansas. He was with Dan Enos at Miami. And now, then he was at Freeze with Freeze. He's seen lots of football. And you see the amount of experience that is in that coaching, offensive coaching staff that will be helping the quarterbacks. Um because, you know, like uh, the offense starts with the quarterback. If the quarterback quarterback can't do his job, nothing rolls. And it's the same thing with O Line. If the quarterback can't get more in a second in the pocket, then you know, it all connects. And so um but if you look at the track record with all those coaches, every quarterback was successful. And Coach Austin in the Canadian league made a made a forty year old quarter or like a thirty year old quarterback, um throw for 4,000 yards and be the MVP of the league. When the coaches, when he came in, the coach was like, yeah, we don't want him. Um, hmm. he, we, he won't do anything for us. And Coach Austin was like, give me two weeks to work with him. And then after that two weeks, Coach Austin was like, no, we need him. And the coaches were like, all right, whatever you say. And he ended up being the MVP of the league. And, you know, they just know how to coach. Every every coach in that staff that deals with quarterbacks knows how to develop and teach the quarterback position they know ball, they know defense, um, and, you know, just the play calling and the, the minds of both Coach Montgomery and Coach Freeze come together. I'm really excited, and I have full confidence in whatever they're going to put together because, I mean, they've, they've been around football for a long time, and they've dealt with hundreds of quarterbacks put together, and I'm just really excited to see what they can do because – um, especially after my class, like once we get there, that was, that was the year that coach freeze when he was at Ole Miss, it was a second recruiting, uh, class that really sparked, um, Ole Miss's program when he was there. And so mm-hmm. he's kind of told me that he's like, well, if we can get my class rolling, if we can secure a good class, um, then we will be fine. We'll be contending for very, very good seasons. Um, if not the national championship. Yeah, I mean, you know,
0: yeah, it is. And, and, you know, I I love you going to Auburn just as a personal fan of you and your success, because in my lifetime, you know, Auburn has they actually do have a pretty wide range of outcomes. I feel like as a program, I mean, they've been I've seen them win two national titles, I think a split and, and a straight up national title. And I think they lost a third. So, I mean, they were in two national title games. They had another split or an undefeated season, I think, where they they didn't get invited to the the title game. They lost to FSU, and then I think they beat Oregon. So, you know, that's in my lifetime. They have been right there either winning or in the final game of winning a national title. So your chances to actually take home hardware, uh, you know, is huge, and more so than some other teams just because you're in the SEC. Like Auburn has that potential for sure. They also have taken some – some valleys as well, but you yes. know, playing in that sec West, uh, who knows what it will look like actually in 2024. I don't know exactly how Texas and Oklahoma are going to shake out, right? but you're going to get, you know, you're going to get Alabama. You're going to get LSU. I mean, big, huge games every single week going to take on my Gators. Eventually that's going to be a, a con- conflict of interest for me. I probably will root for my Gators, but I will love to see you play. Well. Um, yes. So it's an exciting situation. I mean, you really do have a shot at winning a national title because of the program and because of the, you know, what we've seen from Auburn in the past. So have you talked about, as part of your recruiting or whatever, I mean, looking at the depth chart, no disrespect to anybody on that roster, looking at the depth chart, there's not really an established quarterback. There is, you know, Ashford played some last year, kind of split time. You've got Finley, who came up from LSU. Again, kind of a split-time guy. The freshman, Gerainer from last year. They took a three-star this year. Um, Hank Brown or something from Tennessee. That's and fantastic. then you walk in, in 2024, I mean, you know, it's rare for a true freshman to start in the SEC. I don't think that, you know, I think that would be a, a stretch. But have they already talked about, like, hey, you know, fast-track 2025, we're assuming you are going to be the guy? Um, anything like that? Is that too far out? And we're not wor- worried about that just yet.
1: We're not – we haven't really gone that far. Um, I, You know, me and Coach Freeze have had conversations about like um, the security of that. Um, but he's made it clear to me that their guy, <laughs> um, once they secured me, like they were done with the quarterbacks. Um, but, no, Robbie Ashford, he's a really good quarterback and he's a really good runner. Yeah, uh, he can do both. And I think him and TJ Finley, I mean, TJ was more of a pocket guy and mm-hmm. he's more of like a runner. And they, uh, you know, they couldn't really find, like, their comfortable spot with that situation. But I think I think Ashford will do really well this season under, under Freeze. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, Coach Montgomery is really, really good with quarterbacks that run. Um, and so I think they'll put together some really good stuff for that. Um, and I think they'll have a lot of good success this season. Um, you know, I'm I'm mainly just focused on my season this year. Um, I'm like, okay, I'm committed. I know that's where I'm going. Um, now I'm now let's go win a state championship for my team. So I'm I'm not really all tied up in uh, asking the coaches like, how soon like will I be able to play? That's more their job. And if I go in freshman year, and they and they um and they're, the, they're like, Hey, you're, you're the guy you're going to start. I trust them that they're, that they know what it looks like for a quarterback to be ready to go and do that. Um, but if I have to sit out a year and learn from a guy above me and play the next three years, then I'm a hundred percent fine with that.
0: Sure. And that makes total sense. And I mean, with injuries and everything, you know, you're always a play away, you know, that, um, yeah. so you, you never really know what's going to go down. Um, you know, I could definitely see you with like a package and even in freshman year, I guess Ashford probably would still be there. I think he's still got two or three years left. Um, especially everyone kind of gets a COVID freebie. So I, yeah. still, that's still hanging around on rosters for a while now. But I could see, I mean, yeah, short yardage. If Ashford wasn't such a dang good runner and he's like a big guy too. I think he's 220, 230. Um, I could see you had like goal line package like Tebow did uh, yeah. back in the day. You know, he played very sparingly that first year. And then took over in year two, obviously, but I could see something like that for you. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, with the transfer portal being a fairly new thing, you know, at the end of your freshman year, who knows what goes down and, you know, maybe you're starting the bowl game and getting experience. Uh, we see that all the time where the bowl game ends up basically being freshmen, you know, getting out and getting their first experience. So. Very exciting. At Campus of Canton, we are big fans of Walker White. You know, we haven't put together rankings yet, but I think we as a group are going to have you higher than the consensus because we like what we see, Um, love that dual threat. Um, Hoping to catch you at Elite 11. Do you know which one you might be going to yet? Have you been assigned, or do you get to pick? As of right now, I'm the one in Georgia. Nice. Well, I think I will hopefully be there. It's in Atlanta. I live in Atlanta. The only thing is I might have, it's our, it's my birthday weekend with my, my wife and me have the same birthday weekend. So yeah. I'm trying to peel that out and see if I can still make it to the 11th. Oh, That's tough. Um, but it's just the day I could still be back for the evening. So we'll see Yeah, uh, what goes down there, but I would hate to miss the one in my own city. Um but, yeah, well, that would be awesome if you are there. We'll, we'll definitely hang out. And, uh, you know, best of luck to you as you prepare for your senior season at LRCA. Yes, sir. And, of course, we're going to be following you along. But thanks for coming on, man. It's good to hear from you.
1: Yes, sir. Well, thank you for having me. This, is, this was very fun. Thank you for just, you know,
0: always welcoming me on the show. All right, Walker, have a great night, and we will catch you on the flip side. Yes, sir. All right. This has been The Official, everybody. Oh, my God.